Fasten your seat belts, put your tray tables in the upright and locked position. Freaky Friday is hitting the airwaves with some bold predictions on the way to Wisconsin. Yes, it's flying high. Jeremy Birmingham, the king of the skies, who is getting bold predictions and is ready to travel. And I'm Austin Ward, and that is Bill Landis. Are you ready, Berm? It's a huge weekend. Wow, that was some introduction. Uh, but yes, I am ready. I think that it's good that there's a football game to be played on Saturday um, in Wisconsin, uh, which features the Ohio State Buckeyes and the Wisconsin Badgers. And I uh-huh. am looking forward to being there. You don't seem that excited. Uh, it's because I saw the temperature is going to be like 35 degrees. There we go. Um, First weather yeah. update of the week from Brent. 35 degrees. We, 35. Need a, we need a sounder to introduce Berm's weather segment. 35 degrees. I mean, what are we doing? 35 degrees. You know, I mean, that's just. (laughs) It's so it's so stupidly cold. It's 72 degrees outside right now. And then we're going to get there. And all of a sudden, Saturday night is going to be 35. But that's only like a 20 percent chance of rain. So I guess I'll take it if it's I'll I'll handle cold and, and no no wind as long as it's not raining. That sounded like Olaf's music, not Brim Cantori. What about this? <laughs> that there we go. Yeah, great. That can go. That can go for my recent bold predictions. Bill, are you excited for this matchup? Yeah, I'm excited for it. I, I for the reasons I said to you on Snap Judgments on Wednesday night, I'm just like very curious to see how Ohio State um, travels after an emotional Penn State victory because it's a little bit of a test, I think, for, for them in that regard. So, plus, it's cool to watch a you know big time night game. I wish they played them in Ohio Stadium anymore, but I guess they don't. So, we'll have to set up for watching one uh, at Camp Randall. Well, just you wait. There is an opportunity in a couple of weeks. I said exciting. Oh, <laughs> I thought it, just any Big Ten night game would do. Like nope. I don't know. One of the worst teams, maybe the worst team in the league coming in for a primetime battle in November. Ooh, baby. I can't yeah. wait for the weather report on that one. Good luck yeah, to the announcers in the Michigan State decide. game figuring out who's yeah. playing for them. Yeah. Let's hope Michigan State decides to forfeit that one. <laughs> They'll come up with something. All right, Berm, you're, you're red hot with your bold piece. What do you got to start us today? Uh, two, one, two, defensive touchdowns for Ohio State on Saturday. Uh, I think you're going to see... Uh, you know, listening to the the Ohio State Picks show on Thursday afternoon, you realize Wisconsin likes to put the ball on the turf a little bit. Um, I think that the Ohio State uh, defensive line has done a really nice job in the last few weeks creating pressure in the backfield. I think we've seen the the growth of Sonny Styles and like that downhill blitzer type of safety. Um, I think with Wisconsin, knowing that they are trying to change their offense a little bit, um, heading into the game, but still relying very heavily on Braylon Allen, knowing that Chaz Malusi's out. Like, it's one guy back there, um, and I think the Buckeyes will get uh, a couple turnovers in this game. One interception return for a touchdown, one fumble return for a touchdown uh, by Ohio State. This guy, he is just trying to torture me this week. He hears me say that my bet, prop bet, is a defensive touchdown at plus 500. I throw out the fumble and internet interception stats, and he's like, you know what? Watch this. He can't do it on bold predictions now. I've topped it. It's good to be king, baby. It's good to be king. I get to go first. I get to uh, observe the lay of the land, and I pluck and plunder what I damn well please. And today, I've plundered your intel. It's weird. I'm stealing signs over here. 
Oh, hey, buddy. He's, he's, he's doing... <laughs> Uh, the king the king's doing prima nocta with our football picks i love it <laughs> gross <laughs> congratulations all right but you're bill, welcome, you, bill why don't you knock a bold p up i would love to um my call is gonna set a new career high with three sacks in this game which is uh, that's a big number for a defensive tackle to get uh his previous high is two and a half against michigan state last year when he probably could have had 50 had he played more than like nine snaps in that game uh my favorite maybe anecdote i've heard over the last two years is what berm relayed to us of him turning to larry johnson and saying you want me to go back in there and get another sack so uh, i think this could be that kind of game for my call the interior offensive line for wisconsin it's not terrible, but I, but I don't think it's particularly good. Johnny Newton at Illinois last week gave them a lot of problems. He had six pressures, one sack, and, and four hurries in that game. Um, Wisconsin is not a team that's allowed a ton of sacks, as I think they, they get the ball out quickly. But I think the state of this game might have them dropping back more and maybe trying to throw the ball a little farther down the field than they would typically do, which will open up some opportunities for Ohio State's pass rush generally, but I think specifically in the interior. With my call, they get after it, and he gets three sacks. Everything that you guys have said about the Wisconsin offense so far and Ohio State's defense, which is ranked statistically uh, in the top five to ten and basically every category that matters, is all true. And so I think that that will ultimately lead to Wisconsin being held to under 165 yards of total offense in this game. Mm. Uh you know, Doug was, you know, talking a lot about Braylon Allen and how they'll continue to feed him. Ultimately, he was able to hit one late in the matchup with Ohio State last year, got those garbage yards so and a garbage touchdown. So, you know, maybe that could wind up, you know, hurting me late because I think that Ohio State will have a comfortable lead and be trying to get uh, back to Columbus without any real risk or harm to the roster and, uh, you know, seeing the game through in the second half. That's sort of what I anticipate happening. So maybe, maybe they'll surprise me down the stretch and, and I'll get burned by that. But I think when the game is uh, in jeopardy, hasn't been decided, I have a hard time seeing how Wisconsin is able to move the football on the Ohio State defense. So I'm going to throw it out and I'm going to put that total at 165 in the yardage for them. And again, silver bullets will create turnovers in my opinion. They are going to get to the quarterback and sack him and enforce some bad stuff. And I, I just, I'm not as high on Braylon Allen as many others. I, I just, I, I think he's, for whatever reason, a little bit inconsistent from game to game. Uh, I know that some Wisconsin you know, fans and media members agree with that. That's why they thought his performance last week was so meaningful. It was like him answering the bell when they had to have it, and he hasn't always done that since that breakout freshman season. So uh, I'm skeptical of their offense, and I'm a big believer in Jim Knowles and the Ohio State defense. I like it. Penn State had, Penn State had like 172 heading into their final drive last week. Um, as you know, as you look ahead to see how that plays out, um, certainly Wisconsin, they wouldn't think that they had the collection of offensive weapons that Penn State does, and Penn State's were muted. So, uh, I, I could get behind that. Um, I'm not going to co opt it, I'm not going to co opt it, but I, I do like it. Uh, hmm, I believe that we will see a pair of Emeka Abuka touchdown receptions in this game. So, um I know that all of the attention has been recently on Marvin Harrison, understandably and deservedly so. He's had, I think, 42 targets in the last three games, and he's been dominant. Uh, but 
Emeka's back. And uh, I think Emeka getting back and healthy and into the flow of the offense changes a lot of things for Kyle McCord. I think that he is one of the guys that Kyle McCord trusts. And I think that Wisconsin watched the film of Penn State a week ago and said, we are not going to let Marvin Harrison do that to us. And guess what? Emeka Abuka will also do that to you. So two touchdowns for Emeka Abuka and under yard day for, for Emeka in his return. I also have an Emeka bowl prediction, but I've been burned the last two weeks making bowl predictions about guys who I thought were going to play and then didn't play. So are, are we in agreement that we think Emeka plays before I make this pick? I clearly think Emeka is going to play. Otherwise, I wouldn't have said it. Based on the timeline that was uh, suggested to me, Emeka Ebuka should be cleared to return on Saturday. Okay. Well, I'm going to stick with and it. Ryan Day did say today, on uh, I mean, not today, on Thursday. Hmm. That uh, Travion Henderson is the full. king. Just the king is just pulling back the curtain on the entire kingdom. He did say Travion Henderson is full go. If that informs any of your other predictions, well, I was going to pivot to a Travion pick if if we were uncertain of Emeka's status, but I'll stick with my Emeka pick. Uh, parlay, he's gonna parlay, have, parlay, parlay. Yeah, it's a parlay. different show. Different parlay show. on bold predictions. Yeah, uh, Emeka Abuka will have a rushing touchdown in this game. I think with. Ohio State needing to find ways to finish drives and the unavailability of Devin Brown. I, I don't think we're going to see a different spin on the quarterback red zone package. I just think they shelve it, um, shelf it until Devin Brown gets back. And a way that they create constraints in the run game when they do get in that area of the field is to run some sweeps with Ameka. And I think he will run one in for a touchdown in this game. Hmm. Could also throw a pop pass to him. Or toss, you could, or that's redirect. A that's, a, that's a receiving touchdown. I know, huh? I know. I'm just looking. I'm just throwing out ideas. I'm an ideas man in the red zone. You're, I got so many. Offensive of them. guru. Yeah, I'm just dialing them up. It's here's one. Guru. guru, guru. Here's one I've got scribbled down for this week. It's a new play. It's called the Tush Push. It's called the Kyle Pile. Uh, for you traditionalists, you may have seen it once. Run as the quarterback sneak. I think Kyle McCord is going to plow in for a touchdown from the one-yard line for the most old-school version of a touchdown that exists. Bill, how do you feel when people say that uh, the play should be outlawed? What goes through your mind? It's the play that football was founded on. What are we talking about? It was a Joe – what's that guy's name? Joe, Joe Shad. Joe Dirt. Joe, Joe, Joe I'll put an E on the end, pronounce it Deerte. Um, he said he said that it is uh, not in the spirit or whatever of like what football is. And then I replied with a picture from the first football college football game ever where some guy's pushing the butt of his teammate so he can get a, a yard because that's all the sport was uh, for like 50 years. And the Eagles are bringing it back. And I would love to see Ohio State bring it back too. It's pure football. It's not anti-football. We should stop throwing the ball so much and do more push pushing. <laughs> That's right. This is the most football play that there is. Did Joe Shad respond to your brilliant photo response of his quote to quote tweet quote X whatever it's called? No, he did not. I I also thought about replying that if you were an Eagles beat writer, you would write the opposite story of this, but I didn't do that because I don't want to be mean. Mm, too who, who did well, he cover? He covers the Dolphins for the, I think the Palm Beach <laughs> Post. One time I saw him at Big Ten Media Days I and he had index cards with it. questions on him, which kind of blew my mind. Well, hmm. Old yeah. school family, old school reporting family. Come prepared. Yeah. About the notes. He wasn't my favorite uh, college football colleague at ESPN.com, but that's that's a story for a different day. Kyle McCord, quarterback sneak, touchdown, 
bold P number two. This round is complete. Berm. Mm. Well, I feel like we're mo moving too fast through this show, so I want to slow it down. Um, <laughs> slow jam. Just talk slower. No, um, it's time for a Caden Curry receiving touchdown. Clearly. Is uh, it? Yeah, this receiving? is receiving. This is the weekend for it. Yeah. Caden Curry. I didn't touchdown. have that in my schedule. <laughs> Caden Curry. Let me, let, let me dial it back and just say a Caden Curry touchdown. Maybe it's on a, a fullback dive. Maybe it's on a little play action at the goal line. Either way, I think this is the time for Ohio State He's to pull something out. Drilling up. And, and give yourself an opportunity to put something on tape that people have to look out for. And uh, Caden Curry can catch the ball. He's a good athlete. He's a kid that uh, clearly has given of himself to the team. And now is the time to reap the reward of such generosity. The Pay only thing people are... <laughs> Return the favor. You know what I'm saying. The, um, Reciprocity. The only, thing people, the only thing people are looking for on tape are signals. They don't actually care what the play is afterwards. So just got to break it down in advance. Stallion style. Let's ride. <laughs> Stallion's country. Let's ride. Let's ride. Stallion's country. Let's ride. Stallion's so this country. is going to be like Spider 2, Why Banana to Caden Curry? Is that what you're thinking? Uh, yeah, I think that there's multiple ways you can get him the ball, but I think either way, it's not something people are going to be paying attention to. You bring it, you have all those the well, big guys down there, you, you play action and you go to him uh, on a little, little, uh, you know, pullback leak or something. You know, it's way to go. Be yeah, that, that that play has worked the worked the first time Ohio State tried it this year, and like hasn't worked every time they've tried it since then. So, yeah, but they've not tried it with Caden Curry, That's and no one would play. expect it. Yeah, I like it. I don't hate it. It's time. I hate the idea of let's solve the red zone issues by throwing the ball to a defensive lineman, but <laughs> uh, but, but I'm on, I'm on board to watch it happen. I, I want to be clear again. I, I I would don't normally pay attention to the radio show on Thursday afternoon, but Ryan Day did say on the radio show that Jack Sawyer had volunteered to be the red zone uh, quarterback in, in that in the the Devin Brown package because it's what he did all through high school. And they I said have, it on Tuesday. Hey, there's guys who can do this. Thirty three yeah. back there. They've got like fifteen dudes that can do it. Yeah. Well. I wonder if the quarterback can do it because I think he probably can. So let's just stick with him. <laughs> I like that idea. Yeah. <clears throat> is it my turn now? Yes, it is. My last one. Uh, I I am also I'm co-opting the idea of a defensive score in this game, but I'm going to be more specific with mine. It's a Jermaine Matthews pick six for a touchdown. Um, I don't. Where are we on Denzel Burke? We think maybe 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 not this week. Perhaps next week. I don't think I, I personally don't think he's going to play, but I, I'm just I'm not an I'm not a medical doctor. Here's my bold P, Bill. Denzel Burke will be questionable for this game and not play. Yeah, I, I think I agree with that, too. And honestly, even if Denzel does play, maybe he doesn't play every single defensive snap. One, because he's knocking some rust off and two, because Jermaine Matthews told you he can play and. I do think that Ohio State is going to get after this backup quarterback, Braden Lockett, a pretty good clip that Wisconsin wants to and will have to throw the ball if it doesn't want to get its doors blown off at home. Um, and that will lead to some opportunities for this defensive backfield to make some plays. So um, I'm with you guys on the turnover. I'm with you guys on the defensive score. And it will be specifically young Jermaine Matthews with the second pick six of the season. Young Maine. Young Maine. Is that, that sounds like a, a rap name. Is it a rap name? I'm sure it is. Yeah. I think I don't, Gucci Maine. I don't know about young Maine. 
He's got an ice cream cone tattooed on his face. Perhaps mm. Gucci's son, young. What? 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 Uh, if you had to get a food tattooed on your guy's face, what would you pick? Pizza. Pizza. Yeah. Taco. Yeah, just one taco. Or, I think ours are both obvious, and you're gonna get a steak, right? No, steak like a, steak. I want like a full Thanksgiving dinner tattooed on my face. Oh, with wow. all, all the fixings. One of those old cartoon versions of the turkey that have like the the big uh, the drawing of the leg all. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I want. Nah, I think well, I, I, as the king, I'm saying yours has to be a Philly cheesesteak. That's okay, fine. You're assuming oh, I don't already have a Philly cheesesteak tattoo. I was going to say that place. might be the answer. He already has Philly stuff all over his body, so he may not need it. He may already have it. Yeah. You'll never but the, know. But the question was for your face. So you Just have to get a glass jar of cheese. Did you like turn a certain part of your body into a cheesesteak sandwich? I'm not answering that question. <laughs> now we figured out the wow. answer. It's I got to the bottom. Turn. I was taking a turn. Hey, did I solve the mystery or not? I think I did. <laughs> I just think tacos are the world's best food. They're crunchy. They're hot. They're cool. They're crispy. They're cheesy. They're melty. Like it's got everything. They're hot and cool. Yeah, because like the, the the toppings are like cool, you know. So you get that contrast between the the hotness of the filling versus, and then you have the cheese and the lettuce and the whatever else, like tomatoes, so sour cream for people who use it. Like you go, you get all the contrasts in one food. You get salty, you get uh, you know cheesy. It's you get everything you want. It's just how the best, just the best how food. cool is that lettuce from Taco Bell when you go there every Monday <laughs> night at my house? It's fine. It's the temperature is fine. I've never had a wilted lettuce issue from the Taco Bell uh, on that. I'm street. just asking if you would describe it as cool. I'm not talking about Taco Bell tacos. I'm talking about you know what a properly made sit at home, have a nice dinner taco with the family. Okay. Yeah. So you got to tell tacos. the tattoo, tell the tattoo Perfect artist contrast hey, of all the all of the Taco food, Bell taco. All this of is the homemade that you can want. All of the food textures and flavors and and uh, temperatures all in one convenient carrying case. Mm. It's amazing. It's like a wallet for your beef. <laughs> beef wallet. <laughs> That's exactly right. And also, hot dogs are closer to tacos than sandwiches. Can we finally all agree on that? What? A hot dog is much closer to being a taco than a sandwich. Ooh, buddy. I don't know if I have a response to that. How about, damn, Berm, you're absolutely right. How come I never thought of it that way before? Mm. Look at the shell. Look at the hot dog bun. It's the same thing. Are you going to try I, and tell Bill that a cheesesteak is like a taco? No, a cheesesteak is, is not a roll like a hot dog. Uh, it's not the same type of bun. A cheesesteak is, is a full opening. A hot dog is not. hot dog is like a like that inverted. It's like the U, you know? Bill, are you starting to wonder if Berm's ever been to Philadelphia? I sure am. Yeah. I've never too been much, to Philadelphia. I hope I never been to Philadelphia. Why would anyone go there at this point? Bill doesn't even want to go there. And he loves it. And he's from there. I'm going there in December, man. What are we talking about? And, and again, and again in April. That's right. Avoid West Philly. I can't wait to get back to Philly. April's going to be a movie. Austin, um, what's your next bold prediction? You said you, wanted, you said you wanted to change the pace of the show, and you did. You, yeah. <laughs> you succeeded in your mission. This was uh, Bill's fault. He asked about the food taco or the food tattoo. 
Dallin Hayden mm. will score a touchdown in this game for Ohio State. I think he's going to have eight carries. So I think that Travion Henderson is likely to play in this game. He came off the field pretty lathered up on Wednesday. He had a little bit of what looked like extra protection around you know, the upper body. It wasn't just the, you know, uh, there, were, there were pads involved there, it looked like to me. Uh, I'm not a medical expert or an equipment manager, but it, it looked like at, at some point he's going to have to go. I, I don't think that this situation is magically going to, you know, get comfortable for him the same way that the foot did a year ago. So I think he's going to play. I don't know that he's going to get a full 20, 25 carry workload. Uh, and look, Chip Trainum and Mayan Williams are both healthy. That makes it hard. But I, if Ohio State is serious, if Ryan Day is serious about what he said about taking a hard look at the running game and putting all options on the table, I think from my observations, Dallin Hayden provides something different. I think his vision, decisiveness, and if he doesn't have the top end speed, it still seems explosive when you make up your mind and just one cut and go. I'd like to see it. I wonder if Ryan Day is to that point where they can set aside their concerns about pass protection and, and other issues and just design things that allow him to do what he does best, which is run the football. If you need to get that figured out for the last month of the season, you know, this is the time to start doing that. They're already through seven games. There is still an opportunity to improve and use different personnel. Uh, why wait? I mean, I think that the redshirt idea is a little bit silly. Uh, I, I don't expect anyone believes Down Hayden will be playing college football in 2026. Um, let's let's set that part aside and, and put everything out there so that Ohio State can properly evaluate all parts of the running game as it makes a run at the Big Ten Championship and the college football playoff. So 10 carries and a touchdown. Down Hayden. I think that that's more likely to happen this week because last week's issue in the running game to me upon rewatch and just looking at stuff through the week seemed to be that the tailbacks who were carrying the football just flat out didn't hit holes that were open at times. And I think that happened more often than it had earlier in the year because I think when Ohio State ran the ball like vertically and just between the tackles, they did a pretty good job against Penn State. It was when the guys decided to try to cut or maybe uh, had a, a little bit of a different hole that they were supposed to go to that they didn't, that the issues arose. But I could be wrong on that. Bill, what do you think? No, I agree. I, th I thought this was maybe the maybe, maybe the reasons for inefficiencies kind of shifted a little bit in that game because the line wasn't perfect, but I thought there were more opportunities there that were taken advantage of um, from the running back. So I'm with you. I, th I think, and I think Dallin is the answer to that. So um, I'm happy that we're talking about it. Maybe we can actually manifest it. Manifest, manifest, manifest. You know what I manifested with, uh, with the Caden Curry choice? And Bill brought this up in Slack last week um, after I posted some photos at halftime. It, it, it gives me an opportunity to use Caden Curry on the photo uh, for this podcast uh, cover. So thank you. That's why you did that? Because you like that yep. photo so much? Yep. Reverse engineering bold piece. How about that? It's a great photo. Yep. Yeah, we're just going to reverse engineer the whole thing. Hunt return touchdown. Nice. Who's getting it this weekend, Austin? Nobody. Wisconsin um, or Ohio State? Let's, no, Wisconsin let's is way more likely to do it. Wisconsin. <laughs> They're doing it against Ohio State special teams. Okay, rapid fire BPs. Uh, which quarterback <laughs> throws the most interceptions? Braden Luck. Which running back has the most yards in this game? Dallin Hayden. Bra Bra Braylon Allen. <laughs> I think Braylon Allen as well. 
Um, what is the score at halftime? 14 to 3. 10 to 0. 10 Ohio State. Bill, what is the final score? 31 to 7. Okay. I was going to say 31 to 10. So I think we're all on board. Okay. Well, That's say it. it. This is the only show of the week where you to get 10. to do it. 30, right. 31 to 10, I think, is, is my choice for the final score. Um, I think it's going to be two defensive scores for Ohio State and two Emeka Buka touchdowns. That's it. That's nope. all the scoring. Can't be. Wow. Because I got a kid in Curry in there. So, yeah. nope. 30, 38 to 10. All right. Now we're, now we're back. 38 to 10. Oh, okay. Mm. Look, look, this is not a, this is not, a, this is a very average college football team Ohio State's playing this weekend. And the environment will be tough for sure. But if the Buckeyes handle business in the first quarter, that environment will not be tough the rest of the game. So go out and do that. <clears throat> That's the mission. And um, we're going to be there to cover it. Uh, Berm and I are not hitting the road. We are flying above it to get to Madison, Wisconsin. We'll have full coverage for you once we land safely. If we land safely. Oh, boy. Uh Wow, that's really why I'm super yeah. glad I'm not flying because I'd have been so <laughs> mad at you for saying that. Let <laughs> I me mean, knock on this desk. Oh boy, this, this, is, this is what happens. This is his way of trying to convince me we uh, tr- prove me wrong. <laughs> oh, Berm wanted to fly and then we died. See what happened? I'm listening to a lot of Alanis Morissette this afternoon, so I didn't thinking. get my new Glarus beer and we died. Thanks for. <laughs> Those would be two pretty bad things to happen, I think. Yeah, those are two very bad bold predictions. America, if this is our last time talking to you, I just want to say it's been fun. We've had a great run. I appreciate all the support. And uh, we hope whoever Bill and Doug find to replace Austin and I are um, as amazing at bold predictions as we were. Arrivederci. And I call my friend Connor. He's he's out of a job. Maybe he can help us out. (laughs) The man knows ball. He does no ball. Yeah. He's got six six hundred pages of ideas for how to make the podcast even better. Do so, you guys think you could write anything six hundred pages, like six hundred pages about any one topic? Do you think you could? No. Like, like I think that that's could, could I or would theory. I? Because I think that's a different question. It, it's all like, can you imagine if Ryan Day decided to give Tennessee Jeff a job? <laughs> You know what I mean? Uh, like, oh, this guy brings me Reese's peanut butter cups, so I decided to make him a recruiting analyst. <laughs> what the are we doing? No offense, Tennessee Jeff. I know you're a big fan. Love your work. Well, but he's too like, busy fine. going to Ohio State games. He's not going to leave to go watch Michigan no. every week. Well, neither did Connor Stallions. He just mm. had his, you know, we'd have to rely on Arkansas Jeff to go watch other teams. Mm. You know, if you're out there, Arkansas Jeff, there's a job for you. Uh, and Jim Harbaugh has a hole on his staff. He needs a new advanced director of scouting. Uh, it's yours for the taking. Pays fifty five thousand dollars a year. We learned, but you have to spend all of it on college football tickets. So, yeah, well, you, like you can you- make money on the side selling T-shirts, though. <laughs> so that's true that for you. So if you if you want to apply for that job, send. Uh, Send your resume to slippinjimmy at umich.edu. He will hook you up and he'll get back to you as soon as possible. Hope you have a great weekend. Hope you enjoy Ohio State at Wisconsin, 7.30 Eastern on NBC. Uh, full coverage with the Keys. Post-game show with Doug and Bill. Snappy Jays with me and Berm. And the notebook with just me, the, the worst of the bunch. Sorry. Uh, as we take a tour 
uh, through Camp Randall. I'm excited. Haven't been there. Can't wait to see it. Hope they have some delicious beer for me to try and, uh, and, and hope you all enjoy it however you want. Uh, great weekend. He's Bill and that's Berm. I'm Austin. Thanks for joining us on the podcast daily on Freaky Friday for Bold Predictions.